Yo! Welcome back to our Christmas episode. The Gaming Council is back for, as you can see, it's snowing when we're recording the podcast. And I am here joined with the homie Mikey B. Or it's dunking as Dunkin' and Dunkaroos. We're going to call you Dunky B, dude, for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm joined with Dunky B, and we are back. Brand new episode. And uh, there's no way to, you know, beat around the bush, but it's Christmas time. Or happy holidays. You've got to include everybody. Don't be rude, but hoping everybody has a great holiday season this year. And we're going to get this knocked out at the beginning, just in case we forget at the end. So Mikey B. Last week I teased, and I guess you teased your thoughts on Kid Cudi, his newest album. And this week, will you deliver some answers? What What were your thoughts on the new Kid Cudi album? Yeah, so this kind of goes back to a couple episodes where we, you know, we did our music episode with our guest Danny, and uh, we brought up a pretty good question: is like, what album could, you know, be a late, you know, release and be the album of the year? But unfortunately, that th- this is not it. I would. Love to say that it is, but it's 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 a good record. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. It's a good listen through. And like the Man of the Moon series has a pretty good way of like breaking itself up into chapters, which is awesome. But this one, this would probably be the second best one, I would say, because the first one is solid. The second Man on the Moon, it's pretty good too. But this one, it just this one hits a little different, and I I enjoyed it, man. There's a lot of good songs in there, and like a, like good beat production. And I wish there was a little more humming from Kid Cudi in there, because you know he does a lot of that shit. So, um, very very good listen to, too. But with that being said, dude, and we were trying to talk about like what album could be a, you know, the potential album of the year. This album isn't it. Let me just preference that first. This isn't it, but it's. I would give it like a, a top recognition, man. Maybe like the top ten albums of the year. Is, you know, Jack Harlow's album. It's gonna be a problem, man. This guy's gonna be good. And uh, I listened to his debut album this past week, and. He's got he's got bars. He's got a nice flow, and he's got a couple good features in there, man. So, I would give that a listen to if. You're really into hip hop because keep an eye on him for 2021. Are you frozen? Well, let's trans let's <laughs> transfer out of that musical segment into what we have been playing <laughs> lately. I haven't been playing very much, but I have been diving back into the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It just takes a little bit of time to, you know, recompose themselves after a slight, let's say, delay in uh, audio. So I've been uh, playing the, I've been uh, enjoying watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, starting from the beginning. So from phase one, I'm watching the, all the original guys, the original Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, the first Avengers, and then moving on to phase two, when they introduce Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I just started phase three, where it starts with, I don't know, man. Civil War is an incredible movie. Like, I don't want to firmly place it as like my favorite movie in the cinematic universe, but currently it is number one with the bullets. It's Civil War is an incredible movie. It's almost it's almost 
it's almost a perfect Marvel movie to me. So yeah, uh, cinematic movie is such a high mark to start phase three and knowing that phase three ends, well, technically it ends with uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Well, let's say it really ends with, with uh, the Avenger Endgame, knowing that it starts and ends with those two bangers. Whew. Can't wait for phase four, WandaVision, January 15th. So yes. we're uh, less than a month away. The great thing about Civil War too, man, it was like the first movie where like, you have you have like a, a general layout of how this is playing itself out. Like you got we got the first three Iron Mans, we got the first three or the first two Captain Americas and those are our superheroes. And then you bring them together to a movie and then essentially go at it against each other was it's kinda groundbreaking. You know what I mean? Like you have like these two huge, huge characters, one v- doing what's right versus what's right, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like they're trying to figure out what really is good and you kind of like you know you have to find out who's really on your side so seeing all those characters come in to the movie was fantastic the russo brothers are very good at what they do i think and you know Mm -hmm. they can make pretty banging movies so and that was the first time we we saw spider-man very true so he was a sight to see and you know Mm -hmm. that was fun got introduced to tom and that was the beginning of where Spider-Man is now. And I don't know if you've been keeping up with like some of like the spoiler news, but I have been Sp- exciting stuff. <laughs> Spider-Man three is going to be a problem too. So next year, hopefully we get some more stuff, but as we've seen, I don't know if you've actually seen the whole release, but phase four is going to be nuts. Uh, WandaVision first. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. comes out after that, and then we have the release of Black Widow. Yes, sir. And then after Black Widow, I think uh, Shang Chi is going to drop in July. Yep. And I don't have this all memorized, so you know we're going to have like a bunch of other things. Already. And then I think the Eternals are in the uh, fall. The Eternals are going to come out next year. Um, in the fall, hopefully, maybe somewhere around there, I would assume, and then hopefully Loki, maybe around that time or maybe earlier. There's just so much stuff, man. And yeah, it's just too much. It's awesome. We get up, we got updates of what's gonna happen in the next phase and what's coming to Disney Plus, and I need it to be 2021 already, and I need to see all this stuff. And they, they were like, "All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll let DC have some fun, but we're gonna come back right at you in the face." And yeah, dude, DC got dunked on hard last week with that Marvel thing. I was like, "Oh, cool, you're gonna have Wonder Woman 1984," which is it seems like a a banging movie also but like that's cool that's one movie we're gonna drop three new shows and three new movies next year so like wow disney plus is becoming a, a must a must have if you're a marvel or star wars fan coming I'm, 2021 i'm also gonna bring this up too briefly but like sure. the last like month or two has really put hbo max on the map and hbo was looking like the new place to be mm-hmm. you're getting the new wonder woman movie Yes. You're getting a whole bunch of shows. Yep. Like it and you're getting all like the Warner Brothers collection all of next year too. So Disney it's, it's, was it's, it's Disney, a battle. Disney was like, Hold my beer. Hold the fuck up. Because I'm gonna shit all over your fucking <laughs> announcement with everything. Not only did we get an ass ton of Marvel stuff for the next three years, but we got Star Wars stuff too. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Mandalorian, but Mm-hmm. They also that like briefly also just announced a new show at the end of it too. So it's like Star Wars, Marvel, 
and then you don't like, forget about pixar like I, and i like pixar. oh yeah just yeah just a little cheery on just a little bit if you didn't want if you're not into marvel or star wars let's just throw a new buzz light a new toy story movie and a whole bunch of cool pixar stuff yeah you know like moana's gonna get a show and everybody's getting a show and they're really gonna leverage disney plus to where hbo who you know what i mean like even as adults you know I'm a huge, you know, comic book fan and like I'm a huge Marvel fan, so mm-hmm. there's no doubt that I'm going to stick to Disney Plus. And 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 the, during this like press release with like the stockholders, like Kevin Feige kind of like threw out that there could be like some of the Netflix characters coming into some of this Ooh, too. Be cool. So cuz they're technically their two year of like silence mm-hmm. is over, so Nice. And the best thing about this, dude, like there was a lot of great stuff, and I can obviously talk about this forever. The Fantastic Four, man. The Fantastic Four is finally going to be under, you know, Master Kevin, and uh, hopefully we get the movie we finally deserve. But the good thing about that, too, is who's directing the Fantastic Four is the guy who's directed the Spider Man movies, the new ones. And if you don't love those movies, I don't know who you are, man, just because those are solid movies so mm-hmm. we know that those movies are great so hopefully marvel's first family finally gets justice and it's coming soon so but this is also a video game podcast so let's kind of so let's talk about video games now Josh. what video games you've been playing there friend I got, I got super hyped man this is my stuff yeah that netflix thing i did not know about that's yeah. awesome because like luke cage and jessica jones and matt murdoch are all like new york based characters so it fits really well with like Spider-Man because obviously Spider-Man's New York face mm-hmm. or even Dr. Strange because he's also in New York, I believe. Yeah, there's that rumor. Or Captain. Around. So there's like it's a nice it's, it really fits well within the uh, already established MC universe. There's a rumor going around that, you know, the jam pack Spider-Man three could have Daredevil in it. But nice. then there's also another rumor that. The way Kevin worded it was like, also be on the lookout for maybe some New York lawyers or something like that. Ooh. So it was just like, that's right. a Matt Murdock show, uh, shout out. Most exactly. Could be. So it's Could like, be. This, if this isn't like a direct shot at it, I think it was in Miss Marvel. Okay. So I think in Miss Marvel, Kevin kind of briefly said, I don't know, look out. So, but just like during this presentation, one last thing, man, is like, they really did it. It's our podcast, huh? Josh. We, 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 <laughs> yeah. we could talk about it as much as we want. Who am I apologizing to? This is our show. I got to edit this later anyway, so <laughs> who cares? <laughs> but the cool thing was is that they kind of – they're mixing everything together. So, like, even if you're watching WandaVision, like, I think it's going to be a really limited series. Mm-hmm. You're going to have characters that are going to jump from every little aspect of wherever. You can go into the movies, into other shows. To where it's all just one big story anyway. So you're still going to win no matter what. But also the best part, too, is they're not telling us everything. So if you're like, yeah, you know, maybe Doctor Strange is going to show up in WandaVision or I don't know. Maybe Chris Evans is going to show up and do God knows what. So that's what Marvel does so well. So, so well in all their movies that there's always these little bit breadcrumbs or character drops or character drops in, or there's like an off, like there's like a little bit of dialogue that references some like a character. So that's Marvel. It does an incredible job of like weaving every, all of these large, all these large, large in life characters into their movies. It's yeah. Marvel is us owning the game currently. 
plus I guess that their next Infinity War is gonna be the Secret Wars. Secret Wars. So Okay. That's gonna be he said it's supposed to be like their next biggest event next to, you know, the phase four stuff, so I, I'm just super excited about that because Sam Jackson's back, Talos mm-hmm. is back, and I'm sure everybody else that we've just talked about, and maybe the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. So, Never know. Who knows? That's the, that's the exciting part. They've never talked about the X-Men or Deadpool. Deadpool 3 is still happening. The writers from Bob's Burgers, I guess, are doing that now, too. So Nice. Hopefully it, it finds a home in a good spot. So, And DC and HBO Max can just – they can just wait. They can come back because like, yeah, I don't really give a shit about Black Adam anymore, you know. Like, it's not a cut. I'll watch that, but sure. Yikes. Anyway, back to what video we were Video games. Video games. This is what we talk about most times <laughs> on this podcast. But when we don't, we talk about super cool stuff. Anyways, what games have you been playing, Josh? Well, my friend. So last time we talked, we talked. I briefly mentioned that there's going to be updates to a few of the games that I've been playing this whole quarantine or maybe you know what i'm gonna stop saying quarantine i'm just gonna say for the year because that's a majority of the time so grand theft auto got the new heist update it looks awesome man i haven't finished it but you essentially you're gonna go rob an island a drug dealer who lives on an island and dr dre showed up for like two minutes which was nuts so we just started really yeah Voice by Dr. Dre himself? Yeah, actual Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, Steve Stout, and I think Dr. Dre's DJ was there too. So, Quite a flex. It was just out of nowhere. Like, There's a cutscene where you're going into the airport and you're about to fly to the island and Dr. Dre shows up. <laughs> it's like, what? At first you're like, is it? But then it's the actual voice and 100% actually Dr. Dre. So that was pretty cool. Um, so what I'm doing at the moment is I'm doing heist prep. So you're kind of just scoping out the island, run through the story, and try to find your best approach. And bought a submarine, dude. So be on the lookout. Maybe there's going to be some try-hard clips for the new heist. But then let's talk about what really matters right now to me personally. Strike Force. Strike Force. You're right. <laughs> we got a new update. The, X, the X-Force is growing, dude. We got some more characters in there from the X-Force, so... Where I'm the verge of, you know, unlocking some new characters, but that that's also very good. I did not think you're gonna call me out for Strike Force, but Strike Force is the game I've been playing for literally almost a, like two years straight. Um, but we're talking Call of Duty, man. We finally got the first Black Ops, you know, battle pass, and we got a new map, new modes, and everything is synced together. So your battle pass progress will continue to. You know, to rise if you play Black Ops, Zombies, Multiplayer, if you jump on Warzone, you, everything. One big mess of shooting and violence. <laughs> the only way I can kind of say it is just because there's just so much going on. And it's just so much fun, man. There's a new island and a new game mode, which is like Battle Royale Trios, which... I'm going to have to two mile horn. We got a couple dubs in there, buddy. So we jumped into the new island, got a couple dubs with the gang, and it's fun, man. It's fun pro- getting the whole progress again and then being able to, you know, get your battle pass up through zombies. So um, what else? That, Strike Force, <laughs> GTA, zombies. Still playing Hades. Hades is still, I think, a very good game. So 
I want to try to beat it because I was telling you earlier that, you know, I saw the speed run in 25 minutes and everybody like gone over like 300% of that time. So we're going to try to beat it one of these days and I will have a solid review of how it ends. So that's about it for me, Mikey B. What about you? Oh, that's been enjoying the well, that's been enjoying the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No games, no games this week. All good. It happens, man. No worries. <sighs> All right. This is something that's going around and something that we cannot run away from. But we got to talk about cyberpunk, man. Yikes. So as many of us have been watching, and if you don't know, good for you. It's kind of a good thing to know because it's kind of it's a mess. It's a hot mess right now. Cyberpunk 20 says 2077, right? Yes, sir. So 2077 is looking like 1986. So the game sucks, plain and simple. And, you know, the game is not doing what it's supposed to do, man. And it's getting really bad. The only good thing about it is I'm enjoying seeing the videos on the Internet of, like, the wild shit that's happening in cyberpunk. And I don't know how you can come back from this. There's only so much you can do like the company itself everyone's getting getting refunds you can return games the game is not performing well on xbox one playstation 4 and it's just a hot mess just a hot mess so as we can see you know cyberpunk's really they really dropped the ball man there's no way I don't really think there's a way to kind of like recover from all this you know what I mean like even if you did release you know updates and DLCs you already have upset like an upset fan base you know Mikey B what do you think about all this it's really rough it's it's especially rough because this game was supposed to come out this spring so this game was supposed to come out for PlayStation 4 PlayStation Pro Xbox One X Xbox One it was promoted as a game that was still part of last generation optimized and ready to go and be like that last hurrah for fans of for fans and owners of those systems and for it to be optimized so poorly for base ps4 and xbox one that it's unplayable and it'd be just slightly better for like slightly better performance for the xbox one x and the playstation 4 it's they really dropped the ball on this one, especially when it was supposed to come out for the spring. I think their only saving grace is they, they got lucky that PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X came out. So it is playable on those next-gen systems. If this came out in it, during the spring, when it was supposed, like it was supposed to, it would have been uh, it would have been many, many months of bad press and refunds. And they're not even going to agree with that. They meant we'll probably we'll probably talk about this a little bit later, but yeah, uh, you, you, you could get a refund from the Microsoft store. You could get a refund from the PlayStation store and you could get a refund from Best Buy, which is from my understanding, this is kind of unheard of in video games for a game to be released and perform so badly and be un, un, and be unplayable that a company that, that two companies and a major retailer would say, yep, that's to save cyberpunk and like to make sure like fans, like, we don't get the backlash from Cyberpunk's poor performance. We're going to give their money back. The damage is done, man. Like, I, I don't know what you can... Like, I, was, I keep saying, man, I don't know what you can do. Like, yeah, the game 
is his shit, you know, and I, I, I mean, I personally have never, I never really jumped on the bandwagon of cyberpunk, like, it looks cool and all, but it's not like a Red Dead or, you know, a GTA or anything like that, but it, you know, and Keanu Reeves really did nothing for me either, so I was like, all right, whatever, and everyone was kind of super hyped that, oh, it's, you can, like, create yourself and blah, 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 and the creating a character is going to be so next level that, you know, you do things that you couldn't do in other games. And the fact that it can't run on base, fucked up. Dude, also the fact that Xbox and PlayStation have pulled it from their stores too. Like, not only are they giving refunds back, but you can't even, like, search and buy it. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm praying that... They come up with something huge, but like I said, man, the damage is done and the gamers are not happy. Unless you're playing on a PC and then fry your eyes out by all means, but if you don't have that PC, you're not doing, you know, you're not about that life, then go get a refund. Get your money back. So, I wish we had better news to talk about besides that, because like this game looked like it could potentially be another GTA to where they keep adding to it. You know what I mean? Like, they can keep adding stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you'll get a new part of the town. The, you know, they were saying the story is like 60 hours long. And now you have people getting their $60 back. So, take a moment of silence for Cyberpunk 2077. And it officially got a name change to Cyberflunk. Gaming, <laughs> gaming <laughs> Council exclusive. <laughs> It's uh, what did I what did I say? It's like Cyber Flunk, like nineteen eighty seven. Welcome to Glitch City. There you go, and that's the title of the episode. <laughs> and there you go. That's how we come up with that's our episode. It's a little behind inside baseball of how we uh, <laughs> brainstorm these uh, episode I titles. Know about it in Illustrator, but let's you know let's try to wrap this up in a more positive note. Mikey B, it oh. is the holidays and. It is supposed to be filled with joy, love, and laughter. So, do you have Mm -hmm. any, like, Christmas memories? Like, did you open the N64? You know, did you open up, like, you know, your PS4 that I know you had a while ago? Or anything that kind of sticks out to you as a gaming Christmas memory? Certainly. Wow. (laughs) Little Nostradamus. Jostradamus over here. I did unwrap a a Nintendo 64 (laughs) on Christmas Day. And I think one of the things I I get so excited about when you unwrap a new console is on the back of the box, like all the potential games you could play. Like the like I remember on the N sixty four, you get like little like a little like three by three snapshot of Goldeneye and Wave Race and Mario and Madden sixty four and. Blast Corps and all these games you could play. And it's like, and it was just so exciting just to see like the potential games that are coming out for your console. So that was like, that's, I, I, yeah, that's like my, my memory. I definitely remember just like staring at the back of the box and looking at these little screenshots and be like, oh, this game's coming out soon. And this game's coming out soon. Oh man, they're going to make a Star Wars game. So it was, yeah, it was a memory that I definitely still remember all those years ago. I wonder ago, why so. they got rid of that. Getting N64. I was, you know, that was my second question because I want to. It's like, do they still do that when you buy a new know. system? I haven't bought 
a new system in a while. And I don't think they do that. I was like, wondering if they still did. That was so cool. I loved it. It was such like a snapshot of like, you bought this and maybe you only get, you might, you might not have a game. You might be going to Blockbuster the next day, but these are the future games you can be playing. It was such great market on there for it to get you excited about owning the console, but then also owning all these games that are yeah, coming out. PlayStation soon. did that too. I remember seeing that in the back of the PlayStation. You could be like, oh, I get to play Street Fighter. You know, I get to play, you know, <laughs> Crash or Spyro or something, you know, but. Dang, that's a really good memory too, but I wish they did that. But I think they just got into like creating a whole new experience with packaging to where they just nixed it from all that stuff. And now you just have the internet to find what you could play on it, which is kind of like good and bad, but that's also super dope that you remember that because I forgot about it. And then, oh man, you brought it up and I was like, oh, I remember that joy too. Cause you're like, oh, I could buy this game. This game looks cool. That's tight. Um, but you opening a 64 is awesome. Did you get a game with that too or just a system? I don't remember. Fair enough. Not too shabby. But I wish I... How about yourself, Josh? What, never, what's your memory? I never got to open a console for Christmas uh, just because I, sure. I you know, was in a position to you know purchase prior to. Um, but my favorite video game memory is around 2003. Um, I was in high school, high school, eighth grade, one of those, you know, my, I opened my gifts, my parents got me, you know, I'll cast a speaker box in the love below. And I was super hyped about that. And they also gave me a game that has been buzzing around the internet these days. Simpsons hit and run. The Simpsons hit and run was the Simpsons version of GTA. And, oh, man, I remember opening it up and was, like, super hyped. I was like, oh, my God, I really wanted this game. I went upstairs. I put the love below on, and I listened. I played The Simpsons for hours, dude. I closed the door. Oh, dude. My parents got me, like, a mini, like, stereo system. So I played it while listening to like the music on the new stereo and I played the Simpsons hit and run and I loved every second of it, man. And there's been like one of my favorite top tier, um, like fondest memories. But the second one that comes up is, uh, my girlfriend got me last year, two years ago, she got me, um, star Wars fallen order and God of war, which I just got the PS four and I'm, you know, riding the wave and she got me two games that were like, elite games so i really filled the joy up too with video games so but other than that i don't think i've gotten games for christmas so you know it's it's good and bad not bad but you know it is what it is so <laughs> but yeah man oh you know what i also remember too dude now that you bring up that little like memory thing it's like opening up mm-hmm. i believe it was game informer where they would seal the magazines up and you would get a demo disc in there too you're like, oh, I got to get this game. I got to check this out. Oh, yeah, that was the best demo this day. So that was a, that was a time. Nostalgic, which I wish they would do that now, but I guess you can just get demos from the store. But something about get, getting the disc. I wish they, had, like, I wish they did like this digitally. Like say you have like the like everything's digital. So you had like a digital magazine subscription. Like in every couple of months, you just like download something to your PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch. You could like demo some games. That'd be dope. Like it's just like they're f- lost out of a demo, man. I love a good demo. Yeah, it's, I I got the Pikmin demo and I played that and it exposed me to a whole new world. 
Mm -hmm. That's the best part. Like you said, exposure to different genres of games you might never play. Definitely. So very underrated. I wish there were more demos nowadays. Yo, Xbox, Sony, bring back demo discs. I would love to, you know, gaming console presents their demo disc. Oh, that'll be cool. Like we team up with like some uh, indie developers around the area. It's like, hey, here's no, a showcase. Man, we're shooting for the stars, dude. We're gonna get like. Oh, we're going AAA, man. We're going. Uh, we're, we're hitting up Sony. We're hitting up EA, Ubisoft. Yeah, so we're like, you know, Mikey B's and the Gaming Council. The Gaming Council, Mikey B presents, and it's like your six demos <laughs> you would play. It'd be like, maybe the new Metroid. Maybe by that time, Ooh. like a new Mario. New that'll Zelda, be a great tease. You know. And then I'll handle maybe some of the Xbox stuff. We got we're shooting for the you really want to <laughs> we're shooting for the moon, man. We're gonna try to bring back demos, and the gaming console's gonna get on the map like that. And that's <laughs> if we want to <laughs> boost our ratings up a little bit, we should start saying, yeah, every week we have the exclusive reveal of Metroid Prime True, Four. That's we're gonna just target everybody. It's like. Like every, oh, sorry, you know, this is the end of the episode. Uh, we couldn't get, we didn't have time for Metro Prime 4, but tune in for next week. We'll definitely talk about it. Yeah, we just gotta it. get like a good thumbnail where we're just like, oh! <laughs> right here, screenshot it, boom, set. Oh, man, Mikey B, that was, this is great. I can't wait to edit this bad boy, so. Well, that's a wrap for all things Gaming Council, man. Um, happy holidays to all of our listeners. You know, everybody stay safe. You know, enjoy the time you have with your loved ones if you can. And it's always a perfect time to get some gaming in. So I've been joined with the homie Mikey B. Happy holidays to everyone. And I've been Josh, and the Gaming Council's out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Gaming Council Podcast. Now, if you're not with us on the social game, you're really missing out. On Instagram, follow, follow us at the Gaming Council Podcast. Facebook is the Gaming Council Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter. We're the Council Boys on Twitter, so hit us up, tweet us. Um, everything podcast-related episode-wise, go to GamingCouncilPod.com. The Council Boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling life. Council Boys are out.